Hello, I'm James Cridland, the Radio Futurologist, and I write a newsletter every single week. You'll find it at james.crid.land. And this is the podcast version where I talk without editing uh, for people who, you know, can't be bothered to read. Uh, we start with some sad news. John O'Coleman, OAM, died last week, best known in the UK for the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Russ Williams. He was also on GLR, Heart 106.2, LBC for a very short time, BBC London 94.9 and Trady's favourite Fix Radio. While the BBC snootily relegated him to a local news story on their website, calling his co-presenter Russell Williams, fact-checking, uh, Jono's death was quite rightly big news all over Australian media, with obits on Nine News and ABC Australia and many others. Uh, I link to today an hour of him looking back on his life on David Lloyd's excellent Radio Moments podcast with the quote, I've been a very, very lucky little fat bunny. Jono Coleman was a professional right to the end. The same probably can't be said for Rex Hunt, a commercial radio sports commentator who decided to drop a commercial break so that he could interview Robert DiPiermondenico, who is an apparently renowned AFL footballist. Uh, anyway, he was called by the boss and asked why he dropped the ad break, and he ranted for some minutes on air before, funnily enough, taking leave of his duties at 3A Lucas on his family. Oh dear. And while we're on the subject of Australian commercial radio, congratulations to Kyle and Jackie O, who are now officially the number one breakfast show in Sydney. They've beaten 2GB, which is the big uh, news talk uh, channel in uh, Sydney. And uh, I link today to a little clip of Kyle and Jackie O, who are doing a magical uh, contest around looking at um, a certain portion of a man's anatomy. Classy. Uh, the BBC's annual report for 2021 came out. That's usually pounced on by lazy journalists to highlight how much Gary Lineker is paid, but Jake Cantor has tweeted a bunch of other data points from it, which is worth a look. Particularly, 1,240 people lost their jobs at the BBC last year, which I worked out is about 4 or 5%. It's an awful lot of people anyway. Uh, talk Radio, a UK talkback station, is being promoted as now available on the TV. Uh, streaming only, presumably to get around some TV-related content laws, and why not? Uh, it appears to be globally available on YouTube now, if you want to take a look, although it's available on a number of other streaming platforms as well, Apple TV and Roku and other things as well. Now, Talk Radio has been doing live streams for some time, but this is the first time for a while at least when they've been available in a continuous 24-hour stream. And I'm surprised that LBC hasn't beaten them to this. LBC has great quality video from their studio as well, but they only stream sporadically. So perhaps we can see LBC jumping at this relatively soon. Um, Talk Sport uh, looks quite similar, as does Times Radio, which is an upmarket speech service I've written here. Uh, anyway, um, they both look relatively similar on uh, YouTube, um, and it'll be interesting to see whether they follow suit. They are, of course, in the same building. Uh, TV is responsible for 4.4% of total radio listening hours in the UK. You could also suggest, I suspect, that GB News is really quite similar. 
uh, is basically people in a studio um, talking in front of a camera. And frankly, that's all it basically is. And in fact, that is doing the reverse. It's turning into a radio station in the next uh, month or, st- or, or two, if it's not already there uh, already. So uh, who knows what's going on? Uh, talking of which, I noticed that uh, GB News was covering Biscuit News uh, last week. Um, Simon McCoy doing a whole piece on the correct way to hold your chocolate digestive. I have to say, Simon McCoy, along with Colin Brazier, they, they, they must be wondering where on earth their career is headed being on that channel. But still, who knows? Maybe it's a good channel. It's not for the likes of me, that's for certain. Sam FM Bristol's morning show has clearly got a message uh, maybe from me that biscuit-related tweets are a bad thing. So instead, they treated us to a tweet that was um, the time uh, uh, time and tested uh, which way round does your loo roll go? Um, does your loo roll go with the uh, bit of paper on the front or on the back? Yawn. Uh, anyway, got three likes, two retweets and six replies. So that was worthwhile. Good on Southern Cross Australia, the largest Australian commercial broadcaster. They've invested in an AI company to power better content recommendations within their app. Um, I linked to a story today which has a big picture of Chris Johnson. You may remember Chris Johnson from BBC Radio 1's website, and actually he once worked for me. He's a top man. And that sort of investment, I think, is a really canny and clever thing to do. It's got the capability to set your company apart from others. So congratulations. I think the company is called Source AI. But in typical radio fashion, it's Source spelt differently. S-O-U-R-S-E-A-I, I think. Anyway, a clever plan, I think, from them. Also a clever thing for music streaming services from AdsWiz. Uh, if you listen to rock music, it'll put rock music behind an ad in a music streaming service. If you listen to classical, well, it won't. It'll put something else behind the ad instead. Now, of course, radio's kind of had that for a while, if you make the ads differently yourselves. Although there is an argument to suggest that if Classic FM had an ad with heavy rock music behind it, it might stand out a little more. Um, So uh, program compatibility isn't always a good plan, I think. And a clever and bright thing from the ABC in Australia. The ABC Listen app, it's much the same as the BBC Sounds app or the Uh, I guess, the NPR One app or the iHeartRadio app. Anyway, they've added audiobooks to the ABC Listen app, which is very clever. Uh, They say the titles showcase a collection of Australian fiction and non-fiction stories written and narrated by an exciting and diverse range of contemporary Australian voices. It's just the sort of thing that a public service broadcaster should be doing. And as Sydney goes into another week of lockdown, it seems a really good idea to give another reason to download their radio app. Thank you to Hauser Dictionary and to Richard Hilton and to Brunn Audio Consulting for your ongoing support of the newsletter and of this podcast. I'm really very general, very general, very grateful uh, to you. It's absolutely not that necessary, but if you do want to support my work in any way, you can buy me a coffee. It's buymeacoffee.com slash James Cridland. Um, You can become a member if you want to to give regularly, or you can just give me a one-off coffee if you'd like me to, if you'd like to support me uh, in some way. And maybe I shouldn't be recording this at 10 o'clock at night. Maybe I should be recording this in the morning uh, when I might be a little bit brighter and have less fluffs. This is, you know, uh, some of the things that you learn. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Hope that was interesting. If you want to get the newsletter, please do. It's at james.crid.land. And until next time, keep listening.